1: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: The lighter side of football. Unstinkin' believable. This is All Pro Lines with your host. Kostaki, Konamopoulos, and Aaron Hodges. You
3: want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. It's been a long time since we've been able to say this, but for the first time since 2015, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the playoffs.
0: That's E1, that's a W. The is Look at that move. Look at Go. Oh, my goodness. What a gear. He just died.
2: Chase is on the case. 72 yards. And that's what you're worried about. Steve Spagnuolo right there. You know there's a reason this guy has taken the league by storm. 11th receiving touchdown. Hey, guys. Welcome in to uh, All Pro Lines. Kostaki Economopoulos, Aaron Hodges, some kid named Ethan. We're all here. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Quizmaster Ethan, I should say. Yes. Thank yes. you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> the Much ballyhooed Quizmaster. Uh, welcome in everybody. We're glad you're here. We have a lot to talk about. We've got some teams clinching the playoffs. We've got some teams out of the playoffs. Say my team and your team, my friend.
3: <laughs> I think my team was out week 2, if that's possible.
2: Yeah. I know. I actually saw Frank Reich, the coach of the Colts, said that their playoffs start this weekend. And I'm like, well, the playoffs for the Lions started two months ago. You know, like that's nothing. It's all relative. Oh, we got a bunch of people we know in the in the chat here. We got Ryan and Susan and Buddha and Ron and Jerry. What's up? Robert Castleberry says he's finally catching us live. Welcome. Congrats.
3: Oh, nice, man. Thanks. Happy to have you aboard. And uh I think you're right. I
2: was looking at the You were just saying before we jumped on here. We owe some congratulations to uh, the Grits Blitz and the All Pro Lines Fantasy Listener League.
3: Yes, we bow to you, Randy, the Queen of Fantasy. She's got to take it. Also known as Randy Huff,
2: second time winner. We've done this what four years? Yeah, and
3: she's won twice in a sixteen-team league. I think that's right. Or is this? I think this is only the third year actually. So I think it's. I can't think of. Oh no. Ryan or uh some who was somebody else was the champion last year. Yeah, we um, had the crazy year with the with the Limey that won, right? Is, is our British buddy. I'm drawing a blank on his name. And then of
2: course we had uh Susan as a former champion. Yeah. So we've had at least four. Yep, yep. Again, not to parse any of us into little groups, but still no red blooded American male has won the All Pro Lines listener league.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. It's really sad. People speak about American exceptionalism and uh, <laughs> and the the lack of uh, masculinity these days. You know, everybody's calling for like some masculine energy, and we have none. We have none.
2: It is a pursuit dominated by red blood American males, and yet we can't seem to win.
3: I got my arms crossed, all angry over here, just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just looking. At, I, I don't want to talk too much about a specific thing, but. Kudos to Randy Huff! My goodness, she put up 188 points in the Super Bowl. Ah, oh, most definitely. And as soon as I thought, I saw that, I go, "Oh, she must have Jamar Chase." Sure enough, 64.6 fantasy points put up by Jamar Chase.
3: It's unbelievable. I, what was he? What do you have? Like 12 catches, 260 yards, and a couple touchdowns, something like that. That's crazy.
2: I yeah yeah three touchdowns. 11 catches, 265 yards. That's a pretty good day. Pretty good day for a fantasy Super Bowl.
3: That guy's unreal. I haven't been able to see him play that much, Jamar Chase, or the Bengals in general. I just haven't caught him that much this year, but I saw a bunch of highlights last night and this morning, and, like, Jamar Chase is unbelievable. I'm not telling anything, anybody anything that they don't know already, but that was the first time I've actually, like, really seen it. That guy is incredible.
2: Right. Agreed. And a hat tip to Andy Merriman, who uh, lost in the Super Bowl with 138 points. That That's enough to win most games. Yeah, man. He is the one with Jonathan Taylor, so that's part of the reason he got to a Super Bowl. And T. Higgins and a bunch of other pretty damn good players. We
3: don't speak about T. Higgins anymore on this show, okay? That's, is that right? That's No, we don't speak of him anymore.
2: Because he went crazy on the one day it wasn't convenient for you? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Hey, you could have been playing Jamar Chase this week. That's what would have happened if you made it this far.
3: I know. You live by Joe Burrow, you die by Joe Joe Burrow. (laughs) You would have
2: been smashed. Yeah, that
3: guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. (laughs) But big ups, man. Big ups to Cincinnati Bengals, man. I mean, that is a a pretty big feat. They've been struggling for a long time. 2015 was the last time they made the playoffs, and they deserve a lot of kudos and taps on the back. I know we're jumping a gun here with all these kudos up top, but... You know, taps yeah. on the back, Cincinnati Bengals. Can we do it now? Because that's my kudos. All right, let's just drop, let's, let's play just, that funky beat that everybody the loves.
2: Going. The Cincinnati Bengals are now the three seed in the AFC. They have clinched the AFC North title. The end of the decade and a half reign of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger is over. That's a new chapter. Ravens are having a bit of an off year and the Bengals are at the top of the pile, man. That's kudos. That's uh, And not only are they there, but they just did what people questioned they could do, which is beat the chiefs, you know, beat a real giant team, which they did. And, Think about this. There are three big stars right now Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. First and second year players. They're on rookie contracts and they're legit big time stars. Not to mention Joe Mixon, also very good and quite young. Right. That team is going to be just fine for a while. So kudos to you, Eddie Berry, and our other. Bengals fans out there,
3: yeah, he's he's the first one that comes to mind. That's for sure. I I feel good for Eddie Barry. No <laughs> he's the question. first
2: all pro orange all pro one shirt that was ever printed. I'm pretty
3: sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lost in the shuffle is that they beat the Chiefs, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's right. They're no slouches, so big ups to them for sure. The only
2: two teams ahead of them in the FC are the Chiefs and the Titans, and they're you know they're only a game back, so
3: it's pretty cool. Good for them. Yeah, man. A lot of kudos. Taps on the back.
1: A lot of kudos.
3: <laughs> well, I already gave mine out, but I'll, I'll give it again. Shout out to Randy, extra special, for winning the league for the second time and just crushing it A Fantasy. I don't know. She just quietly is just on top the whole year. I think she was on top the whole year. So that's no easy feat. So taps on the back to Randy. Big ups to you. Taps
1: on the back.
2: Hey, I'll chime in with this, too. Randy's also is a two-time winner this season in the weekly uh, All-Pro Lines uh, Pick'em League and is in the running. There's about four or five of us that are sort of at the top of the pile, and I say us because I'm one of them, for the season-long winner as well. So she's certainly in the mix for the whole the whole shebang, man. She's been crushing it.
3: Let's get it, Randy. <laughs> for let's real. get it. What does she know that everybody else doesn't know? What's the secret sauce here, for Christ's sake? We should have her on. She should be our guest, and we should talk to her about All this. All right, she's, let's get her. She's proven this
2: ain't some fluky thing. This is over and over and over, <laughs> and, over and over again.
3: Uh, Ryan, in the chat, no kudos or taps on the back for Akib Talib's great rookie season as an announcer? <laughs> I mean, for sure. Fair. For sure. Kudos and taps to uh, Akib Talib.
1: A lot of
3: kudos. If you want it, you'll get it. Yeah, we're taking requests for kudos and taps on the back. We'll take them throughout the episode. So just throw me the chat there. We'll just-
2: Later on, after I asked him that question and got that answer, somebody was talking to Akib about partying. Can you party during the season? Yeah. And he said, "No, you got to keep it straight." He goes, "You know, maybe you get a, maybe you give like a shot of Tito's." <laughs> <laughs>
3: He was very specific You know, you you give yourself like a little, you know, here and there Oh man, if you could pull that clip, I think we have another remix on our hands Yeah, that's right (laughs) Shot of Tito's, taps on the back, shot of Tito's
2: (laughs) All right, well let's, uh, let's do some jokes about Antonio Brown, shall we? The Two
4: Minute Drill. The Two Minute Drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy 10 minutes a day, 7 days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: More things change, the more they stay the same. Brady's great, Jaguars suck, Antonio Brown's crazy. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) Apparently, the coach asked him to go in twice, and Brown refused, and then the coach was like, ah, get out of here. And Antonio Brown took it literally, <laughs> took off his jersey and pads, said the dramatic farewell that we all saw. I think what people are saying is right. Nobody wants to work anymore.
3: Uh... <laughs> he just went out with a bang.
2: It is kind of the daydream of everyone who hates their job, you know, to have kind of a moment like that of, ah, go fuck yourself, and you just throw your shit down. Just
3: out there living his
2: dreams, man. I, you know, you're not wrong about that part of it. Uh, He quit in the third quarter, so they made him an honorary Falcon. (laughs) He was running around with no shirt on. I think Brown just misunderstood. We wanted to see his
3: TDs. Ah, not the titties. what we wanted to not see. Not the titties. Got it. Okay.
2: If they were playing in New Orleans, at least he would have gotten some beads out of the deal. Yeah, right? Brown was so eager to stop being a buccaneer, he turned his uniform in immediately. <laughs> Gronk wasn't phased, though. This isn't the first time he's seen a Tampa stripper quit mid-shift. <laughs> Stripping naked still the best way to get hired Or fired. (laughs) There are a few jobs you don't lose when you take your clothes off in the middle of (laughs) exotic dancer, porn star, Madonna's gardener. You know, there's a few. (laughs) The Buck kind of lost in this story. The Bucks had a comeback victory that was pretty cool. Only Tom Brady can win a game while having a cancerous tumor removed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I did catch that game. I'll I'll save my thoughts for after the two minute drill.
2: Okay. All right. And don't worry, Antonio Brown still has an income stream because now he gets a commission every time a screw is loose. (laughs) OJ Simpson took to Twitter to say what AB did was inexcusable. Yeah, Uh, When OJ calls your actions (laughs) inexcusable, it's time to get your shit together. Somewhere out there, there's a woman who thinks she can change Antonio Brown. So good luck (laughs) to you, buddy. They should turn this into a Snickers commercial, right? Antonio Brown stripping on the field and he... Drunk drives a go-kart through a petting zoo, and <laughs> he's throwing fake vax cards at all the animals, and <laughs> then finally takes a bite of Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. that <laughs> <laughs> crazy story. He
3: needed that commercial six years ago.
2: Oh, my goodness. There's all this talk of like, you know – just like, there's no reason he should still be playing. Like you, you made your own problems, Buccaneers. You deserve what you get. We knew who he was before you signed him, and then the coach even had this whole thing. You know, it's like, well, just one strike, and he's out. Like, and then the VAX card thing. Like, well, we kind of need him. You know, we had a couple wide receiver injuries. We'll keep him. You get what you deserve.
3: Yeah, man. What a fool. What a what a buffoon. I, I think he's kind of like everybody's saying like, oh, he needs help. But, and he, need, he does. But at the same time, I, I think that he kind of embraces the crazy, right? Like Oh, yeah. Can, I actually want to discuss this.
2: Can we put a pin in that and come back to it? Yeah, sure. Let's do that because I want to have this conversation with you. Yeah. But I do want to do a handful of jokes about the Giants first.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Make sure we get that <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to miss that. I might learn something about the game because I didn't watch a second of it.
2: well the nfl had three sad passings this week john madden at 85 dan reeves at 77 and mike glenn at four for 11 for 24 (laughs) yards and two interceptions that's a sad passing that's from our jeff Mannier. he wrote wrote a couple of great jokes man
3: how dare you put those three in the same sentence (laughs) (laughs) how dare you
2: (laughs) Chicago beat New York 29 to three. Who's the second city now, bitch. (laughs) The giants had negative 10 total passing yards. Is that real? Yeah. Take that into your head. If they spiked it into the ground, every play,
3: it would have been better. There's definitely uh, some orders from on high. We're losing. But Wait for this. You
2: ready? It's not quite the worst of all time. In the 98 chargers, Ryan Leaf went one for 14 for four yards. But also was sacked for 23 yards. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Hey, Giants! You know it's not going well when your point of comparison is Ryan Leaf. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! And let's close on some maybe this Baker Mayfield. He said the death threats are not that serious. Yeah, if Johnny Manziel is still alive and kicking, you'll probably be all right. (laughs) Right. Remember those Browns jerseys with all the quarterbacks, like 20 of them listed down
3: the back? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tim Couch. (laughs) All those
2: guys are fine, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You want to threaten somebody, don't threaten them with death. Threaten them with playing for the Browns. That's a way scarier threat. (laughs) The two-minute drill
4: was brought to you by Daily Comedy News, a podcast that starts with a recap of the late-night monologues then looks at what's happening in comedy. Keep up with Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, Marin, Economopolis, and all the greats. Daily comedy news, 10 minutes a day, seven days
2: a week. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) All right, let's discuss because I want to discuss this because I've had a couple different people in different places, different social media outlets push back a little bit on the Antonio Brown comedy with some version of, hey, this guy's got real problems. This isn't funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one on Facebook today actually was very thoughtful. And he said, you know, Antonio Brown's never going to see these memes or these jokes or this conversation. This oh, thread. I don't
3: think that's true. But go
2: ahead. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh, but your people and your friends and people in your community who are struggling with mental illness will. And they'll see that you how you feel about their problems. And I think that comes from a good place. And I thought it was very well stated. Yeah. But I have two responses to that. Okay. These are my two responses. One, my dad always taught me that it's important to laugh about everything in life, especially the hard stuff. And I've taken that to heart. And I have found a way to joke about even my dad's death, which is one of the worst things that ever happened in my life. And my brother's cancer and, you know, divorce and child custody battles and I think it's important to laugh about things that are hard. That's just my own philosophical preference. It helps you to handle things and to keep things light. And life is short and brutish and hard. And if you can laugh through it, you're better off. And it's okay to laugh about things that are dark or serious. It doesn't mean that you don't take them seriously. It just means that you're also laughing about them. That's my personal philosophy. And number two, Antonio Brown is not an earnest, troubled kid who's trying to do his best. (laughs) He is a fucking lunatic narcissist who routinely doesn't pay the money that he owes people and contracts. He's accosted police officers. He's been accused of rape on more than one occasion, other sexual misconduct, turning his back on teammates, quitting on things at every turn, being a lunatic and an asshole. He might be the most clear asshole that is currently in the public sphere. See also Johnny Manzel and Urban Meyer. These guys are perfect targets for comedy because they're assholes. Like Tim Tebow is a very fun target, but it's not as much fun because he's a good person. You know what I mean? Like Johnny Manzel hit his girlfriend in the head so hard that she lost hearing in one of her ears. This guy you can make fun of. And the same is true of Antonio Brown. Tim Tebow is building a hospital in the Philippines. Like, you know, that guy's not as much fun to lay into. So no one
3: earns it more than Antonio Brown. That's, I'll get off my soapbox, but. <laughs> no, <that's> a, <laughs> it's a pretty good soapbox, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think you brought me around a little bit. I mean, it is kind of sad to see somebody that's like constantly doesn't have their shit together and still just like floundering around. But at the same time, like there's some reports that he didn't want to go in the game because he thought he was injured. And I was like, Oh, well that does seem like maybe I'd throw a tantrum too. If my coach was telling me to get in there and I'm like, nah, I'm hurt. But at the same time, he's got to eat some shit with the vaccination card, like that stuff. Like he's had eight chances he should have been out of the league a long time ago. And this guy is definitely not on his best behavior. And right. he certainly didn't look hurt when he was, doing jumping jacks and going off the field. So it's like, yeah, that's right. you know, you could say, yeah, he needs help. And he does for sure. He he probably does need, but at the same time, he's embracing the crazy man. He, he is a character. He knows that like, this is what people expect of me. So let me give these people what they want. That's why you get the theatrics (laughs) with him, like taking his clothes off and throwing them in the stands and chucking the deuces on his way out. It's like, the guy, he's he's a heel, like wrestling heel, right? Like he just understands that he's the bad guy, and that's what he's leaning into. I don't think he's trying to like be a better person. He just loves being a an, a, an asshole, like you said.
2: Yeah, that's right. What's the what's the receiver that has that spoken publicly? Marshall, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Now, that's a guy that's an earnest, troubled guy who has spoken about his own issues in a way that was unusually candid. And I think that's very helpful to treat that kind of a disorder with some real grace. And he's an earnest guy who's gone through some shit and done some things that were a little crazy. But he's owning it and he's talking about it publicly in a way that's helpful. Now, that's a character that I think you should treat with some grace and some kid gloves because he's earned it. Antonio Brown is just a narcissist jackass, you know, and over and over and over and over again, he's proven that he only cares about himself and the bright, he loves the bright white light of attention and he's the perfect target for comedy.
3: So you're not going to, you're not going to bend or yield to people that say, leave him alone.
2: No, not in this case. I think there's a place, I think that there's an argument to be made for having some of those considerations as a part of your decision-making when you're deciding about joke writing. But in this case, I think it's, especially since he's not an underdog, you know, he's, he's getting paid millions and millions and millions over and over again and being coddled by a society that will continue to let him be an asshole and continue to succeed in his chosen profession because he's so good on the field. And even today I listened to a podcast for a while the commentators that I listened to this afternoon think that he's going to get another chance and maybe even be on a playoff team this, this year. And actually this is interesting to me. The Bucs didn't cut him today and they are talking to the NFL about what their options are. And so some of this might end up being even more complicated because they don't want him to play for another team right away He could sign with the Chiefs and then play against them in the Super Bowl. Theoretically, that's Mm -hmm. possible. And also now that he's made this claim about he was injured and according to the coach, he never said that. That wasn't really part of the conversation. But he can obviously press this as part of the argument. And maybe there's a legal there's legal recourse for him to get some of the money back. He had a million dollars in bonuses that he was very likely to hit in these next in the next game and a half. And all that's out the window now. So there's going to be another couple of beats to this story. And because he's not a nice guy, he's going to do whatever fucking crazy thing. That's another reason he's not a sympathetic character. You know? I do. He's totally going to get all of the wrath and every fucking great joke that I can write.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like this as a philosophical discussion, though, because, like, you know, it's not like the individual joke writer that, is the is a problem for Antonio Brown but like maybe it's the the echo chamber right like just everybody the pile on is what the what the issue is cuz that's what you feed off right so it's like you see kind of see that argument too sometimes like with people like quote tweeting stuff on twitter that it only serves to magnify and just blow up the message that you're actually trying to shit on right if yeah right like, I mean,
2: that's a tricky balance right And even something simple like referencing and retweeting O.J. Simpson, you're kind of celebrating another asshole that's still in the public sphere. You know, even though you're making fun of him for being a murderer, it does continue to put light on
3: him, which is what he likes. (laughs) Well, he is also a movie star, so, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay that's that's in, a, in addition to being a murderer he's also in a addition right so now we
2: got people chiming in let's look at some of the comments
3: oh my mom chimed in she did yeah you want to read some march says comedy's okay as
2: long as you're not making as long as you're not making fun of the underdog or the less privileged yeah all right i think broadly that's true i agree with that All the things, okay, Ryan says, all the things uh, that are fodder for comedy in your life and your struggles. I have a horrific event in my past that occasionally I'll joke about, and I really will not accept anyone else's jokes about it. That's interesting. Yeah. That being said, AB is an absolute clown. So what are we supposed to do about it? Not make jokes? (laughs) Clowns cause comedy.
3: (laughs) Clowns cause comedy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's, It's simple. Now that's interesting. I mean, that's kind of like, it's okay to make fun of your sister, but if someone else makes fun of your sister, you're like, "Hey, hey, hey," you know. Like, I that I understand that line, comedy. Sorta, of, yeah. I get I get what he's saying. Unless it's someone really close to you, and then he kind of earns the right to, yeah, yeah. you know, to be in your circle, and then right. All right, we got some other comment. What about Zach Stacy? Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> that's a that's a different story. I mean, what Zach Stacy did was appalling. Uh, I mean, that's. That shouldn't be, nobody should make any excuses for what he did. That was crazy. No,
2: I don't think anyone is, but, uh, you know, these are, but there's a little bit of like, Hey, he's got CTE, like, you know, and maybe he does. I I was saying to Krista, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Antonio Brown had CTE and even a particularly bad version of it, but you don't, this is interesting. You can't find out until after they're dead, and you examine the brain. That's how we determine CTE.
3: Really, you can't um, do brain scans while you're alive, something like that. That can't determine. I don't determine believe it? you
2: can. I think it's a, I think it's a post
3: mortem thing only. Really, that doesn't seem right. Yeah,
2: which is part of the reason that there's been a couple of these high profile cases where the family donates the body or does the nod for the test or whatever. They go. They literally cut into the human brain and look for it. Yep, yeah, it's crazy. But either way, like it's the same thing of we're empathetic about you being crazy as long (laughs) as you're not also being an asshole. Like at some point you have to have personal responsibility and he's clearly doing things on purpose to be an asshole, which is the reason that we even know about one of his asshole activities of faking a vaccine card because he refused to pay his private chef who was so mad at him that he went public with the vaccine story.
3: Like, Why does the chef know cooked. his business about the <laughs> vaccination card anyway? How do those, how do those worlds intersect? Like what? He lived in his house. He refused to pay a guy who lived in
2: his house and cooked his own food the $10,000 that he owed him.
3: By the way, here's some information you can blackmail me with later. Yeah, and right. what are we having for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. What the fuck? No, I just think, like, when it becomes so public like this, like, I don't know, I think there's an argument to be made where if you really cared about Antonio Brown, maybe the best course of action is to ignore Antonio Brown. Yeah,
2: of course. Yeah, right. And, And here's another thing. These kind of stories are the tip of the iceberg. Think how many stories we haven't heard that are also happening. I mean, every time he... Beats up the driver, the moving truck driver. How many of these stories exist that we didn't hear about? There's got to be dozens more. What a fucking cretin. All right. That's enough of a rant for now. (laughs) Shall we go to which
3: comes first? (laughs) There's no good way to segue out of this. I mean, I should calm down. But uh, now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes,
2: it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Oh, OK, this is a good one. I, I'm, I'm proud of this one. When I landed on this one, I thought, oh, this will be a good one. And we can follow it and we can report back, which is another fun aspect. Which comes first, Aaron Hodges? Russell Wilson changing teams? Aaron Rodgers changing teams mm-hmm. or any of the other starting quarterbacks, the field changing teams?
3: Yeah, that's very broad. No, no, no. Any other quarterback changing teams? Yep,
2: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. This will be got the two big high profile ones. You can take the field. Baker Mayfield and probably six other guys are going to be on a short list. You really
3: think? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of movement, you think, huh?
2: Well, there's going to be several. It might be, could be as few as four. It might be
3: as many as, you know, 15. I got to take the field. Um, I think that there's, uh, with Russell Wilson, there's a better possibility that Pete Carroll is gone than Russell Wilson. I think Seattle, if they're smart, they'll do everything they can to hold on to him. Although I guess I've seen from, uh, some Seahawks fans in the chat that, uh, Russell is kind of garbage now, apparently, but uh, I don't know. I would take him on the Giants in a heartbeat, but that's not saying much. And I think that there is <laughs> a possibility for Rodgers to extend his career in Green Bay. I mean, look at the year that they've had. It seems like everything's good, and they're allowing him to—they're uh, letting Aaron be Aaron. You know, he's out there on Pat McAfee spreading misinformation and just being an idiot— and uh, they're just like, sure, <laughs> do your thing, Aaron. Do your thing. And I think that's all he really wants from anybody is just be left the fuck alone. And Winning uh, solves everything. Yeah, winning solves everything. So field, field. Someone else is gone before those two. I think there's a chance that both of them people stay. Both of them people.
2: Wow, that's, that's a bold <laughs> choice. Okay. You made a good argument, too. You're kind of softening my stance. I, I'm going to pick Russell Wilson. I think that one has been brewing for a while and uh i feel like he's just had enough i think he's had enough of that just wants a fresh start he wants a tom brady reset and i think he's got you know he has all the power to force that and i think he's being polite right now but i think he's done there
3: the giants are being floated as a possible destination which i can believe it's uh you know he's he's got a Showbiz girlfriend, too, so... Uh, or wife, excuse me. No disrespects here. A wife.
2: <laughs> you demoted her to wife from girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. he has got a
3: showbiz side piece? <laughs>
2: uh, that's, that's a good point. That's a guy who likes the spotlight. Again, he's a little bit quiet about it, but he definitely likes the spotlight.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's crazy corny. <laughs> but... uh Ethan, what's your take? <laughs> who, who do you think's gonna be gonna be gone? What is it? A quarterback? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is that one
4: guy I said before we started the show? Is he a quarterback? The Cowboys guy? He's big. He's massive.
3: The guy who caught the ball? No. Out of bounds? The one? No. Tournament? He was. It was something. Oh. Ethan watched. He told me he watched half a football game this weekend. So it was a big deal. He it watched, was a big deal. You watched the Cowboys versus uh Cardinals. Cardinals.
4: And I bet on the Cowboys, but they lost. I think
2: who's Dak Prescott? Is he yeah, that Wait guy minute. Wait a minute. Do you had, you recently uh had to Google what a sack in in football is, but you decided to bet on the first game you've ever watched?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I bet with my brother and I decided the Cowboys would win because I never hear about the Cardinals because I didn't remember that the Cardinals were just better. So I assumed that the Cardinals were going to lose, but I was wrong. And I lost the bet really quick. Um,
2: Welcome to football, my friend. Yeah, I,
4: I had I had no idea. I'm going to say Dak Prescott because I know I know he's a quarterback. Oh, Dak's gone out of
2: out of uh, Dallas. According to Ethan, Dak's gone. Oh, yeah, he's out. He sucks. <laughs> All right. You got the field. I got Russell Wilson. You got Dak. OK, this is a uh, this
3: is a two way race. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what were some of your your thoughts while watching the half a game this well weekend? yeah I would like to hear this so I
4: had my, my dad was there and he was explaining some stuff to me but I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying but I kind of got like <laughs> so so I understand <coughs> that you get a touchdown you do a kick or you run it and get one or two points depending on what you do uh-huh. that makes sense I'm cool with that but Something, like, something happened where like the Cowboys ran out of timeouts, but the Cardinals had two timeouts with like a minute and 45 seconds left, so then they just ran the clock. That's a thing? <laughs> that sounds kind of cheesy. Like That doesn't sound right. Am I wrong? You're <laughs> laughing at me. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? We're laughing with you.
3: This is hilarious. It's cheesy, isn't it? Well, I didn't see the game, so I don't know exactly what you're saying, but it sounds okay. like the Cardinals ran out the clock is what you're describing. Yeah, that sounds kind of cheesy. It well, I mean that's it it does a strategic decision. The Cowboys should
2: I respect the Cowboys A could do a better job of using their timeouts, right? Yeah. And then also the what what you're basically saying is you have to stop us or we're gonna win the game by continuing to move the ball. So that's the opposite of cheesy. That's the guts of football. What is to cheese the game? (laughs) <laughs> you're winning. What are you supposed to do? Keep scoring? No, you slow down and just
0: force oh, you know, I see what you're saying. Just keep the ball and All then right. you win. Yeah, right? okay.
4: I get that. I get that.
0: Okay.
2: All right. Uh wait, I'm gonna I just wanted to say this. Ryan Chambers has a prediction. He's a big <laughs> uh he's a big Seahawks fan. He says Pete Carroll replaced <laughs> with a coach who can make uh Russell Wilson valuable again. Then Wilson traded two or three years from now. That's interesting. I, and I actually <laughs> I think that's the out. If they can figure out a way to move the coach and keep the quarterback and get a new system that Russell is happy with, something where he's allowed to cook and run and <laughs> throw the ball over the field that he really loves, then maybe he'll stay. But otherwise, I I mean I mean he's he's publicly discussed the places that he's willing to go because he has a no trade clause, but he can also say, "Oh, well, I'll go to the Saints." Like he can agree to go somewhere. Yeah. I don't think you do that unless you're really serious about it. And he already did it last year. And then was they resettled it and he was polite. And But I think it's done.
3: Antonio Brown maybe should have let uh, he should have hired Russell as a chef because he would have just cooked and shut up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ethan, I didn't mean to kill the uh, no, momentum. Uh, you're good. What Anything else that surprised you about the game and watching it at, like from a new Ooh. newcomer's eyes? Well, first, really quick. Barry,
4: Barry (laughs) Weakman goes. Ethan doesn't understand the goal is to win. I know the goal is to win. What I say, he doesn't understand how to get there. My point? No, I no. My point is like I'm saying it's cheesy because I'm stuck on this man. I'm stuck on this, but I'm saying it's cheesy because it's like there's no way out. You know what I mean? Like, the Cowboys were put in a... Listen, this is probably, like, baby football shit, and I sound like an idiot. But, like, but like the Cowboys were put in a position where they couldn't do anything, and I'm like, that's cheesy. Coming from an outside perspective, a little bit cheesy. Um, yeah. uh, but I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying to, like, slow down the game, even if you're winning. Something at the end happened where my dad was telling me, like, they tossed the... Aaron, Aaron told me that this was dumb, but they, like, tossed the ball... <laughs> Someone like caught it out of bounds, and for some, I might be getting this backwards. And the the clock kept going, and Aaron was like, "No, it shouldn't be going if it was out of bounds." And I was like. All right, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I didn't I don't tell know. you it was dumb, but I
3: think uh, you were, what you were describing is someone went out of bounds and the clock stopped. I don't know. I feel like I have to see this game so I can see it through your eyes again. I was gonna, I was gonna take your dad to task for not teaching you anything about football
2: until now, but then when he was talking to you, you were like, I wasn't listening. <laughs>
4: That's the best part.
2: <laughs> no, my ADHD started going. I was just, I was I thinking think about is, something else. I think this is on you, Ethan. I <laughs> no,
4: think it, <laughs> it is on me. I had an opportunity. I had an
2: opportunity. As a parent, I'm, I'm taking the dad's position in this situation.
3: <laughs> he was saying something about not paying attention. I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I had no idea.
4: No. I, yeah. Suzanne, Suzanne and, and Krause. I hope I'm saying your name right. I understand. They put themselves in that. Just stop, dude. David Snyder, <laughs> listen. I'm just hey, give Saying a drink, it, man. Saying give it a from my perspective, yeah. I understand that. But you got it. Like that's that's just what I'm seeing. Just oh, yeah, well, my opinion.
3: I think Susan probably has the answer here. She says they couldn't challenge because they were out of timeouts. Does that sound right? Yeah.
4: No. Th- no. She's
3: totally right. Yeah. That's okay. what.
2: That's what it is. But I don't know. All right. Yeah. That like you you could or you can quibble over that I guess that's a quibbleable situation. Quibbleable. It is part of the strategic <laughs> scenario of calling timeouts. You know I understand you you that. know that's the deal going in. Yeah. So. all right. Well, should we do a few quiz questions to uh, close us out here? Sure. All right. All right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. All right.
4: So this is uh, quiz two that I'm doing the quiz. <laughs> so we're we're doing this again. I'm not. If you wanted me to stop talking, I'm not gonna. Uh, when was the <laughs> When was the first NFL match broadcast on television? Wow, good question. What was the year? Yeah, let's just do the year because it's giving you the it's giving me the whole date, but that seems kind of BS. <laughs> like who the hell is yeah. that we're not
3: gonna yeah, we're or not like, gonna get Einstein? the exact date, right? Right. Okay. The I'm going first
2: television the first football game on TV. What year was it? Yeah, what year was it? Oh man. Modern football is what, fifty two ish years old? I don't That's know. Probably near the beginning of that,
3: right? Is it before s- that? Do you think it was after World War II? TV? Yes. No, football on TV. Yes.
2: Yeah? Yeah. TV's a modern thing, dude. Okay, Ish. dude. <laughs> dude. Okay, dude. It wasn't that long ago that people were huddled around listening to the radio.
3: Well, you now, remember
2: that. They, <laughs> I Ouch. don't. Ouch. I don't, but I understand what's happening. <laughs> I'm gonna say there could have been a game on before the merger, so I'm gonna say mid '60s, early '60s. All
3: right. I'll put, say
2: '64.
3: Put me down for 1959. It's 1961. Oh, December second.
4: Not that you would guess the actual date, but we that had was the right era. era. We were pretty yeah. damn close. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good.
3: It's not bad. All right, I have a, I have a. I'm gonna throw you a, a quick wrench here. We're talking about. Possibly unstable football players here, so let me throw in this little clip that I played for you guys earlier from Herschel Walker, Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Here's the qu- <laughs> here's the quiz. Can anyone tell me what he's saying?
1: Bill, back better. You probably want something written like "Lord of Land, State, and All Men, uh, to be treated equal." Oh,
2: we have the Constitution, so you probably won't. <laughs> And put people in charge, who's going to fight for the Constitution? Just thinking.
3: God bless you. <laughs> oh, of course Man. there's Glenn chiming in when we get the Herschel Walker quote. <laughs> Glenn, can, can if anybody could trans- translate it to you, what's he saying, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Herschel Walker is the personification of this idea that God sprinkles so, talents amongst people yeah. and you don't get all the things you know you get some <laughs> of the things yeah right <laughs> when Herschel was 20, 19 years old and he had a football <laughs> in his hand there was nobody better in the history of the world
3: Chambers but maybe. a takeaway maybe he there. shouldn't
2: be a senator that's all I'm saying
3: just thinking
2: <laughs> just thinking <laughs> I shook his hand at a Super Bowl once, and uh, man, he was friendly and likable. And He's got this giant hand. It's just like your hand just disappears in this huge mitt, and it's warm and calloused. It's exactly what you want it to be. Oh, it's really. Yeah, what are you talking about hands for
3: <laughs> very, descri- very descriptive hands thing.
2: You got hands to yeah. be excited about meeting Herschel Walker. What I mean, the fuck? Just thinking. But I don't want him to be my senator. Nah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy talk. One thing at a time. What, you get one big thing in life. Uh-huh. Knock it off.
3: Uh. So what do we got? What's next on the quiz? All right. What is the snap? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what is a snap in football? <laughs> Is this a quiz for you to take or for us to take?
4: I don't know what a snap is. Mm.
2: Mm. <laughs> is it an injury?
4: Yeah, it's an injury. Listen, all right, whatever. Don't, I didn't a ask quick that. quick snap. What's a quick then, snap? It's a throwback. <laughs> throwback.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this kid is on fire today. Uh, uh,
4: uh Who is known as the father of American football?
3: Wait, is this a different question?
2: Yeah, this is a different question. Oh. The father? Yeah. George Hallis, maybe?
3: I'm going to say John Madden.
4: No. Walter. Oh, yeah. Walter Camp. All
2: right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. <laughs> hey, Buddha, by the way, is noting this is the last Manning cast of the year. So I think Aaron Rodgers is on that one. And they've got crazy huge guests. You have the guest list. God bless you. Buddha, do you know God. it? God. Constitution. Just thinking. Just thinking. <laughs> Just thinking.
4: My <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Last question. Oh, right. God. Uh, what is the... Oh, God. I'd, like, I got to find something that's... Because then you guys are going to laugh at me. Which team took part in what is called the greatest game ever played in 1958?
3: Jesus. What, how old do you think we are?
4: I thought you guys no. played football. Or I thought you guys <clears throat> were
2: football players. <laughs> guys- the greatest game ever played was the... Was the um I have some pictures of this that I saw at some point when I was looking for some uh for some All Pro Lines promo stuff. It is before the merger though. It's I think it's 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 two of the it's Colts Packers or something. It's one of those kind of
4: things. Oh my god, it's uh Colts Giants.
2: Oh, okay. Colts Giants. Just thinking. <laughs> Milford guess Packers Colts too. <laughs> With the same same wavelength. I think it's Chiefs Rams. <laughs> well, let's do some plugs and uh get on to the Monday night game, everybody. Right. Last Monday night game of the year. Uh I'm back on the road. I came back. I didn't I don't want to gush about it too much, but I was heartened about comedy this weekend. I did four shows all over Nebraska and South Dakota, and they were just so much fun. Did two shows on New Year's. We had almost 400 people at each one of those. I did a couple of other kind of bar shows that were just a pleasure. Everyone was so kind and into it and happy to be out. And so I'm happy to be getting back out there. I'm doing Springfield, Missouri soon. Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Appleton with Brian Miller. Got some other great stuff coming up. Just check out Kostaki.com for uh, all the details. So I'll see you guys out there.
3: All right. And uh, just catch me not watching the Giants this week. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> fuck them, that's why. <laughs> Thank you guys
2: for watching. Come join us uh, inside the huddle. Go to Patreon and uh, type in all pro lines. you would be off and running. We'll get you some bonus content and uh, some video stuff. And uh, enjoy, enjoy all the stuff. Enjoy all the football stuff. It's, we're getting to the meat of it all. Like, the most exciting part is still in front of us. Who's going to fight for the Constitution? Just thinking. God bless you.
1: Deal by Betty. God
3: bless you. <laughs>
1: Peace. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.